It's the biggest sports show for your Saturday morning. We've got it all covered for you right here. Joey Montagna, Jay-Z Clark, Emma Friedman and everything sport. Or tomato or a barbecue sauce? Look, I hate barbecue sauce. Like too I sweet. It's the most rank thing. Is it? This. <laughs> I'm a spicy red man. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Jay-Z Clark, Emma Friedman, and everything sport. Get a strawberry jelly, like a fresh, juicy strawberry. They are absolutely peak and prime. I'm buying four or five punnets at a time. Oh, boy. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Oh, I missed you all. I missed you all greatly. Welcome to another edition of Dead Set Legends with you every Saturday from 10 o'clock excluding the last two due to the, quote, incident, uh, being a tier two exposure site. Uh, Joey J, Rosie and Emma, good morning, team. I've missed you all and we're back. We're yes. back in business. Good morning to Sarah and Rosie, our favourite too. Hello. We, we love Blakey, but we love Rosie more. Um, <laughs> great to see you. Great to see you. And Emma, you look beautiful, all doled up, ready oh, to go to Randwick this afternoon. Gorgeous. I love the hairpiece and... Uh, what, what do you Very call that? Very good at your fashion. Uh, yeah, it's like a... little crown. Like a crown, yeah. Very nice. And how are you, Jay-Z? You look a bit rough around the edges. Just this morning. Um, <laughs> and look, like a lot of Melbourne, I'm feeling like a lot of people in Melbourne uh, would be this morning. Nice little steak at the Ascot Vale Hotel yesterday, a couple of pints. So uh, nice to be out in the inside of a pub, Joey and Emma. So had a great day uh, yesterday. Have you been? You I'm today. Been? I'm yep. going today, oh. going to watch the Cox Plate with a few mates this afternoon. Yep. We're in a beer garden, though, so I'm hoping the weather does clear up a little bit. Mm. Um, I was was expecting like I was picturing in my head like a nice sunny day, sunny day. the mm. beer to taste really good. It you might won't be, notice. I won't notice. I don't yeah. think will I? No. Hey, right. uh, I know we're a sports show, Joey, but your mate Nick Rewalt's on MasterChef, and he's oh my it. god, oh, he's oh, he's so good. Yeah. Did you get any of these sorts you know, of meals throughout the playing career? Did he, uh, he just he always, no, he's always been a good cook. Yeah. You know what he is? He's one of those guys that's annoying because he's good at everything. Mm. You know, one of those annoying yes. people that oh, just we hate it, him. Everything they do, they're good at. He must have practiced for weeks prior, though. Oh yeah. He's competitive. Yeah. Mate, don't worry. He, he didn't just, he didn't just rock up, Rosie, and just think of something off the top no. of his head. He put in a bit of prep. Don't worry you about that. You heard about him longest kick, you know, before we get into That's the grand true. final. He was practicing <laughs> he was down warming at level up. for yeah. months on end. Uh, oh, crikey. And he would be taking it very seriously, wouldn't he? Really? Yes. The competition. He was worried about maybe how he came across on the show. He didn't want to look too competitive. <laughs> I did ask him. I don't know if it's going to be on it. I don't know if I should. I asked him. I said, did you, like, throw anything? And he goes, yeah, there was one, so I had a little hissy fit. And he's worried about whether they show that or not. He did throw his did throw his fork or threw his wooden spoon or something oh, on the ground. That's how I am in the kitchen. Yes. Spoiler Truth. alert. Nick uh. Rewald is human. Hey, coming up today, uh, Super Saturday of Racing. Great man, uh, Jason Richardson from Channel 7 to give us a bell. But in breaking news this morning, uh, the favourite in the Cox Plate, Zaki, has been scratched mm. due to an elevated temperature. This is a big story mm. in the world of racing. And we're lucky enough to have Annabelle Neesham on the show, yes. uh, Zaki's trainer. She's going to give us a call, I reckon, 10 minutes time. Good get by you, Em. Well you teed that up for us. Well done. Thank Sent you. the text and she said, yep, I'll jump on the show and uh, give you an update as to how Zaki is tracking and whether we will see him for the rest of the spring, how serious this incident is this morning. Um, ESPN's Phil Murphy to give us an update as well. This Ben Simmons stuff is getting oh out boy. of hand. If Jay-Z wasn't already off Ben Simmons for not playing for the Boomers, <laughs> I think you're officially off him now. Yep. <laughs> ben Simmons Lift. in the bin. And the Solar Heart quiz is back. Your chance to win $200. Hey, Rosie, actually, yes. can we do the quiz first? Can we just get this done and oh. dusted? Because 
We have loved Solar Heart being on board with us all year. Future proof your home with Solar Heart and save up to $1,000. Get smart, get Solar Heart. I want to be generous this morning. We've missed our listeners. Let's give $200 straight off the top of the show. Okay. Give us a call, one triple three five three to get involved in Triple M's Solar Heart Quiz. It's all about sport. We would love to hear from you. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legends Weekend Quiz. Future-proof your home with Solar Heart and save up to $1,000. Get smart, get Solar Heart. Yeah, time for the Solar Heart Quiz. We have missed you all and we need to take your calls and try and give away $200. It's last man or woman standing. It's all about sport, but you do get one lifeline for one question only if you can't answer Joey's first question. Thank you, Rosie. You get to use your Smart Switch Lifeline to get a different question but still on the same topic. Yes, and I've tried to please Jay-Z, Emma, and I've gone. I've got five different topics for the five questions. So we've got a bit of racing, cricket, basketball, footy, and rugby, Jay-Z. Ooh. So we can try and whip through the callers because mm-hmm. you think I'm a bit too generous. So mm-hmm. let's start off with Fraser, and we'll see if Fraser can sweep the board. Morning, Fraser. Good morning, guys. All right, here's the first question, mate. You've got your Smart Switch Lifeline if you don't know the answer. But Josh Giddy made his NBA debut this week, the young man who played in Adelaide last season. Who does he play for over in the NBA? Oklahoma. Very oh. good. Well done, Fraser. Tick, nice. Tick. I know, I like a man that knows his basketball. Mm-hmm. Second question, a bit of horse racing. Which horse last week won the Caulfield Cup? I'm going to use my, my switch. I'm okay. Fair that's enough. Okay. We can't be good at everything nah, except if right. you're Nick Rewalt, Fraser. So. Fraser, <laughs> the second right. question then is the Melbourne Cup is run over what distance? 3,200. Yes, hey. it is. Well done, Fraser. I like it. Caulfield question three. Incentivise was the Caulfield Cup winner. Question Thank three. Yeah. Which premiership <laughs> captain just announced his retirement only a couple of days ago mm. in AFL? Which Ethan pre- Wood. Yes, well it was. What a wonderful Very career Eastern man, Eastern Wood had. Wood as well. Yeah, and he's well, a lovely... I'm not meant to say that, but he's gorgeous. <laughs> and he's a lovely man. He's a good-looking sort. Yeah, and he's Thank a lovely you, man. He's really lovely Super too. Super fella. Yeah, really nice fella. Yep. Question four, rugby league. Do you know your rugby, Fraser? Uh, I should do. I'm a Kiwi. Oh, okay. Good one. So the NRL announced a new team will be introduced in 2023. What will they be called? The Redcliffe Dolphins. Yes, oh, it is. It's special, isn't it, Fraser? Because they've dropped Redcliffe and they're only going to be known as the Dolphins. So the only team across the AFL, the NRL and the A-League with no geographical pointer really? in front of their name. Isn't that weird? Mm. It's kind of causing a little that- bit of uproar in the NRL. Yeah, well, that's that's a, that's something that's a bit of knowledge. Thank you. There They're you still go. the Dolphins. No Did I get that that's right? Yeah, you got it right, mate. So <laughs> this right. is it. This <laughs> is to sweep the board. And Wayne Bennett, of course, will be the inaugural coach yes. of the Dolphins. Yes. So there you go. All right, this is it, mate. This is for what's going on there, Fraser? Yeah, you right, mate? That is my my twenty month old in the back, and I'm just telling him to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, little man. Yeah, this <laughs> is for two hundred dollars cold hard cash, mate. And it's multiple choice. Okay, oh, so we're going to give you a chance here. Free kick. So James Pattinson, the great Victorian, unfortunately had to announce his retirement from test cricket during the week. How many test matches did he play for Australia? Either A, oh. 21, B, 31, or C, 41? Mm, toughy. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to take a stab. Um, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to say B, 31. Oh, 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 I wanted him to get it. Sorry, Fraser. Oh, bugger. Next time. Next time. Unfortunately, oh. look at Jay Z. Look at you got a smile on your face. That Fraser didn't sweep the board. Sometimes I like it when we, you know, all right, dangle the, the carrot. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, here's Mitch who can do a Steve Bradbury. G'day, Mitch. Hey. All right, mate, you've uh, <laughs> only got the multiple choice. Thanks, Gammy Apes. Um, 
And you can either have a stab at the multiple choice or you, if you don't want to have a stab, you can use your smart switch lifeline and get an easier question. Mm. So it's up to you. But here we go. I'll ask it again. James Pattinson announced his retirement from test cricket. How many tests did he play for Australia? A, 21, B, 31, or C, 41? Uh, oh, gee. Oh, oh, we'll go We'll go A. I don't think you played that many, so let's go A. Well done. Yeah, well, well done, bitch. That's the answer. <laughs> 21 tests for Australia, 81 wickets, and more importantly, Mitch, you win $200, mate. Well done. Thank Thanks you. to Solar Heart. What are you going to do with the $200? Just give us something. Uh, I might buy some frothies and, uh, and nice. uh, drink it with some mates when they can get out of uh, Metro Lockdown here in regional Victoria. Well so, done. Uh, we love that answer, Mitch. Yeah. James well Pattinson. Done. Very good bowler. Great yeah. celebrator. Like, when he took a wicket, he Ooh, was yeah. off. Yeah, he Hands in the air. He went crazy. He always liked As he bloody well should be. Celebrations. And celebrate today with that $200. Uh, Mitch, go and get yourself a couple of cold ones. Hey, uh, this is breaking news. We're going to take a song and a break now because afterwards, Annabelle Neesham, uh, the trainer of Zaki, who has been scratched from the Cox Plate this morning, she is going to talk to us this morning. Um, very kind of her to give us a bell, to give us an update on how the horse is progressing. It's coming up on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay-Z and Emma. Go and get your berries, uh, my friends, because they are absolutely peak and broad. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. Conditions apply, gamble responsibly. Well, the race where legends are made and today's Cox Plate will be without exception. Annabelle Neesham is having an extraordinary first year training solo, but news this morning, if you've just heard, sadly, the favourite for the Cox Plate, Zaki, has been scratched due to an elevated temperature this morning. But Annabelle still has Mwanga running for the best two minutes in sport today. She joins us now very kindly. Annabelle, we're so sorry to hear about the news of Zaki being out of the race this morning. Can you tell us how it all unfolded? Yeah, still feeling a bit raw about it, to be honest. Um, yeah, we, we take their temperatures every day routinely, and his temp was actually within normal range at 4 o'clock this morning, but it was just slightly higher than it normally is. Um, but I, I wasn't concerned because it was, as I said, still within normal range. But my assistant trainer, Todd, he, he took it after it. He went out for his routine trot, which he does on a race morning, and he took it about an hour after he'd worked I think just because it had been slightly higher than as usual and um, it had gone up again um, and was sort of teetering on being concerning so we waited an hour and took it again um, at 20 past seven sort of 10 minutes before scratching time and it, it, had, it had risen yet again so um, yeah this, obviously got to look after the horse he wasn't going to run well with the temperature and hopefully you know it'll probably be sod's law that it's one of those Little things this time of year with the changing weather, you do get get a couple of temps around this time of year when it's a bit under weather, the weather for a couple of days. And I'd say he's probably going to be one of those. And it, it's just such unfortunate timing because he's he's never had a temp since I've had him. Um, but I'm just gutted for, mm. for all of his owners who are really big supporters of mine and, and they were so pumped. And, uh, and also for Damac, who's uh, I rang him um, to let him know before scratching and uh, you know obviously he's done a week in isolation so gutted for him and, and gutted for the two boys Todd and Raph who quarantined for two weeks and have been down here for a month basically all in preparation for this day so um, yeah pretty devastated but um, it's that's horses for you he'll, he'll be back to uh, race another day. 
Annabelle, you're, you're being, you know, very, um, I guess, sympathetic towards his owners and, and to James and to everyone involved in the horse. But how about yourself? I mean, this has been the big grand final all spring. It was a terrific win in the Underwood. And then the might and power in Caulfield, I think some people saw that as a little bit of a blip, but he was the favourite going into today's big race. How, how do you feel? Do you think he would have blitzed the rest of this field and, and won? Yeah, I, I had a really good feeling about him. Um, saw him yesterday afternoon when I got down here. I hadn't seen him for a month, and he looks unbelievable. I thought his work on Tuesday was outstanding, and yeah, I was feeling very bullish. Um, but look, that's that's the nature of the game, unfortunately. Um, and I, I'm early in my career, but I'll, I'll learn about the highs and lows, and and uh, that is that is racing for you. But I'm very fortunate that I've got another really live chance. We can still win the Cox Plate, I think. Um, Mwanga, he's he looks unbelievable. I rode him this morning, took him for a trot, and he was having a buck and a play, which um, is normally a good sign for him. So um, hopefully he can uh, bring the Cox Plate back to Sydney for the rest of the team. Gee, what a phenomenal story that would be with the, oh. the disappointment around Zaki, but then to still have that potential high gel. You've I got can it. see Annabelle going to give Moanga a bit of extra love this morning, <laughs> just going to give her an extra brush and an extra pad and just an extra carrot this morning. <laughs> uh, you, can, you can hear the emotion in your voice, Annabelle, isn't it? Like, it's so clear to us that you are genuinely gutted because you, you know, you put your whole, your whole life into horses and you obviously such a strong connection and care for these animals. And, um, you know, I mean, we know how we feel, Joe, when one of our kids is sick. Mm. You know, it, it does sort of really sound that. But do you think Zaki could run again shortly, Annabelle? Or what? I'm a bit naive in this space, but do you think this just is this a, just a 24, 48 hour thing? Or if yeah, I mean, if it is, then then the answer is yes. There's the McKinnon, which is a 2,000 meter race on uh, the 6th of November at Flemington. So that's um, that's very much. Um, on the cards if he or would be on the cards but it's too early to say um, look it's all happened this morning so mm. uh, we'll obviously take another blood off the horse and we, we run blood profiles on them and um, we'll just see if he needs treating and, and uh, hopefully he's better within within a day or two um, but yeah of course the horse will come first and um, look hopefully we're back here in 12 months time for the same race. Yeah that's it said it for 12 months and we appreciate your time Annabelle but now that uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of extra money I think on Moanga just a bit of the feel good story some punters mm-hmm. will want to jump on the back of Moanga but who is the biggest threat now that Zaki's out Annabelle just for those that are going to have a play in the Cox Plate who, who do you think is the biggest threat to Moanga to win the Cox Plate now? I, I think very elegant it's a very very good mare um, and she'll get her toe in a bit today with the rain that we've had um, and, I, and I think probably Animo, I think. Um, but the complexion of the race may change a bit. I haven't really thought about it, but Zaki was going to obviously be a bit of speed in the race, so probably taking a bit, little bit of the speed out. Um, but it'll be, it'll be a really exciting race nonetheless, and the best horse will win. Annabelle, go get yourself a coffee, take a deep breath. We know it's been a, a bit of an earth-shattering morning, but as you mentioned, you've still got a live chance in the Wait for Age Classic of Australasia, um, and we hope you can win it today. Credit where credit's due. You've had a phenomenal 12 months training out solo, and long may it continue. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Annabelle. Thank you. Trainer Annabelle Neesham there, breaking news, Zaki out of the Cox Plate. We'll also catch up with Jason Richardson from Channel 7. I'm sure he'll have something to say about yeah. this story. David Goosebumps, did well. just listening to Annabelle talk, then you couldn't help but feel for her. Yep. I mean, it's like waking up on grand final day and oh. 
you know, yes. your, your best players mm. sick and unable to take part in the grand fire. It's just shattering. She said, you know, we use words like gutted and devastated often. Like she genuinely yeah. sounded oh, yeah. devastated, didn't, didn't yeah. she? So as she said, all still very uh, raw. And how's the luck? First temperature it's had the horse. Oh, and it's sure. on the morning of the biggest race. Like, seriously. But what a story Moanga would be, though. That, yes. that, that's the one I feel that's like. the feel-good story. we cheering for. Have a $10 saver, I reckon, boys. The Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Season done and dusted, Jay-Z, but plenty happening behind the wings. As we look towards 2022, how's this draft going to shape up? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, fascinated by the top 10 uh, of this year's draft. It is a, a really strong draft at the, at the pointy hand. It gets a, gets more even throughout the sort of second round, which I think is going to um, throw up a few interesting scenarios for the draft, which is next month. And we might work through a few of the top picks um, because there's been a lot of discussion about Jason Horn Francis and them. And I was a bit surprised initially that they knocked back, what is it, three first-round picks from Adelaide and then three from Richmond. I'm like, wow, how special is Jason Horn Francis, Joey? Yeah, um, oh, he's 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 absolutely uh, looks like he's going to be a freak. I've watched a, a lot of his vision, and every time I watch him, I was like, wow, this kid is something special. I know that we talk about not putting too much pressure on them, and the, the kangaroos have got high expectations, but this kid straight away will have an impact. Just think about what Sam Walsh has done, what Matt Rowell's done, uh, the impact that these young players can have straight away. Horn Francis is an absolute beauty, and he's, for me, the clear-cut number one pick. So number one to North Melbourne, and they need a bums-on-seats guy. I yep. feel like Jai Simpkins, a, a, a very smooth mover in the midfield. They want someone who's going to bring the fans through the turnstiles, get them excited. Who would you liken him to, Jason Horn Francis? Like oh, One recruiter said uh, Isaac Heaney. Yeah, I, I think of more the mid, pure midfield. So he's more like Dangerfield. The burst? The, yeah, the burst and the working through traffic. Probably not as um, sort of destructive, but yep. but just the way that he moves through traffic. But he's sort of got a bit more class. Like yeah. he, he sort of looks like Sean Higgins, the way that he kicks the really? footy and moves. And, and he can hit the scoreboard. He's a big, good size for a midfielder. Um, he's just going to have an impact straight away. We've spoken a lot about Nick Dacos. We know Collingwood's going to get him. He's a, a very crafty midfielder. I think um, Sam Darcy's the one who's flown under the radar. This is a 200-centimetre guy who can play key position either end. He's... Um, Great on both sides, can intercept in defence, and then he goes and kicks a bag of six at Senal forward in a trial game. So for the Bulldogs to go and get Jamara Hagen last year is that um, sort of second, third key forward. They're now going to get what looks like a generational Senal forward, Senal back who can play in the ruck in Sam Darcy. Plus they got Tim English. How good is they going to spine for the next... Decade, well, the that's Bulldogs. the thing. Their, their spine is now set up for the long term. I don't think the short term. We've seen how patient they were with yep. Jamara. I think they'll be absolutely patient with Sam mm. Darcy as well, giving time to develop. You might not even see those two kids play a lot of senior footy next year yep. with how well the Western Bulldogs are going and you know the, the, the list that they've got and the, the team they had to play in a grand final. So yep. how much of a luxury is it that they can still be a contender next year and just have in the wings at VFL level, developing, yep. putting on size, improving their craft, Two like absolute superstars ready to play, probably at either end of the ground. And if I come in here next year, Joey, with my <laughs> knickers in a twist about the Bulldogs not playing Jamara Eugle Hagen, yeah. like, just punch me in the head. Exactly. All right, because it's just a non-story. He's got needs time. You know? He's got like, he's got six, sixteen years of AFL football. He doesn't have oh, to cram in twenty games in his first season I'm or chill, fifty Bill, games hey? in his first three. Just know that's going to blow up, and I'm sick of that story. And it hasn't even happened yet. Anyway, the big story of the draft, and we might finish here, is going to be Mac Andrew. So he is a 200-centimetre, super athletic, like think Nick Natanui, he mm-hmm. can jump, do it in the air, the follow-up like Brody Grundy. Now, you speak to clubs, and everyone's scratching their heads because did GWS take him at two? Like he could be that sort of talent player, or do they let him slide to 13 and get him around there? They want a, a big, tall player. And then you've got all the clubs in between, Hawthorne, Richmond, Adelaide, Fremantle's another, and they're like, wow, 
although everyone's sort of gone off Ruckman and making that really huge investment in Ruckman, they've got Mac Andrew who's tied to Melbourne's Next Generation Academy. And they're like, well, this guy could be Nick Natanui. And yeah. where do wow. we take So him? he's a 200-centimetre Sudanese boy that is like a bean pole, though, and he's really skinny. Yep. But you should see the highlights of him. He's he's almost like – think of Luke Jackson and what he's doing at Melbourne yes. where he rucks and then goes and can follows up. And with, yep. That's what this big fella can do at 200 centimetres. He'll, like, ruck to himself and then go and pick it up. He'll <laughs> oh. take on um, other players. He's a nice – Kick, kicks it on both feet. And as you said, his upside is enormous. Like he could be the best player in the competition mm. with You've his traits, him. but he could also, you know, with his size, how skinny he is, it might be hard work for him to match some of the big boys in the ruck if he gets that opportunity. So a real wild card. Um, going to be fascinating to see which club takes the risk on him. Feels like clubs are thinking more boom than bust, though, at that top end. Like it, that they are really warming to his his upside. That said, it is always a, like it's it sometimes can be a risk with a with a midfielder. Like one in three top ten picks are an all Australian yeah. or thereabouts. So nothing is guaranteed. He will be the story of the draft. Just quickly on the uh, vaccination debate, which has yes. been going. So the AFL's mandated it. No jab, no play. You know this has been a huge issue in the community and, and society really for the for the past couple of months now. I think it's a really strong stance from the AFL. I think it's all the clubs are in favour and. There will be a couple of players, Joey. It is inevitable yep. in a AFL men's and AFL women's uh, playing group, as we've seen with a couple of ladies already. Georgia uh, Patrikios at St Kilda taking some uh, time away, and then uh, Denny uh, Van Hagen. Van Hagen, Van Hagen yep. sorry, yep. Uh, at Adelaide. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how this plays out, but it's inevitable there will be a men's player or two, I think, um, who may fall in that same boat. But the AFL had to take a strong stance, yep. and they did, and we applaud them for that, I think. Yep. Yep. Tick, tick. And I can just feel a weight has been lifted from everybody's shoulders. Freedom Day yesterday. How was it, boys and girls? What did you do? Did you get absolutely blind? Well, Jay-Z, we'll get to your story in a minute. I've actually done the right thing. I let Erin uh, go out last night, actually, Em. So Erin got wow. first dibs. Well, it's been a pretty, you know, six-month-old at home. She hasn't been out a lot. So I said, Erin, you can take the new ball. She went out for dinner with a couple of girlfriends. Got home. Bit late. If I got home that late, I probably would have gotten a bit of trouble. But that's all right. <laughs> she had a good time, and now today I'm going to oh, enjoy the cox day. plate, yeah, yes. with a couple of mates and uh, and enjoy it. But the priority's there. I, I need I need a haircut desperately. I've got the big mm. afro Ooh, going. You're I very know. Woolly. Our producer GP, his priority. He went to the hairdressers before he went to the pub. Uh, Jay Z and I, we've gone the other way around. We'll go to the pub first, and we'll worry about yeah. our haircuts next week. Oh, you've got a fringe going on. Yeah, it's oh, look at your. Yeah. What's that cartoon character? It's like an the, emo fringe. Tintin. The dog with a really long memory couldn't see it um because his fringe was so long it was hanging what, over like his eyes scooby doo or shaggy oh, or oh. I'll, I'll come back to you next week um <laughs> i think I, this sums up your night how are you you are looking a little bit rough today i was just gonna say uh, this morning i saw someone at the front of a hairdresser like waiting to be first in queue at 7 30 a.m yeah now that is keen maybe i should do Dedication. that um, tomorrow but yes the barbers and the hairdressers would be going absolutely flat stick today now how good is the inside of a pub uh, Joey and Emma, I was lucky to spend eight hours. <laughs> oh, I reckon I'll, I'll be honest, and <clears throat> yeah, I just had a great time. Our, our primary school, all the dads have got a, it's a dads group. Oh, we all get around group. each other. Your footy team, yeah, yeah. yeah the St Monica's Old Boys Association. We we uh, call ourselves anyway. We just uh, hung out and hugged each other and drank fresh beer, and it was amazing. Anyway, I got a call, and I'm not going to name names here, Joey. I got a call from a senior coach Ooh. at about five p.m. yesterday. Very kind call. Um, it was great to sp- chat with him for about 10 minutes, but I'd had at least 10 beers. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm woken up this morning and 
I, yeah, I think it was a good chat. I've woken up this morning as the first thing I thought about. It's like, oh, man, I had a 10-minute chat with <laughs> such and such. I'm thinking, surely he knew that I was 10 beers in. <laughs> I was like, right. Jeez, he's a bit chatty. I love yeah. this story. So I, te- I did send a text this morning. What an so. idiot to call you on the first day of lockdown as well at yeah, 5 o'clock. You're right. Should have known. Yeah. He's very, very kind of him. I did send a text message this morning. He said, hey, mate, thanks so much for the quest. They're great to chat. If it wasn't clear to you, I was at a pub and had at least 10 beers. So sorry about that. If I was talking complete Swahili. But, um, what about you, Rosie? Have nice. you, what have you got planned this oh, weekend? Oh, I was on air all day yesterday. It was great to talk to people who were out and about. And just yeah. the vibe was so good. It's so weird looking at Clarendon Street and seeing people sitting down and eating. And yes. I went and got a bagel at one point and they said, have here or take away? I'm like, what? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had one champagne after Malloy yesterday down at the Clarendon, which was my very quiet entree in. I'm, but next weekend and the weekend after, yeah, big, look out. Yeah. Yeah. Back. Launch, yeah. I love yes. Melbourne's in trouble with you three on the loose now. I can just feel things are going to run right. Congratulations, Melbourne, making it through the longest lockdown in the world. You've done it. It's over. And now you can reap the rewards. The Dead Set Legends. Put that in the book. Saturday scoreboard. Thanks to Bendix Breaks. Let's do a bit of F1 to begin with, boys and girls, because I saw this yesterday. Sydney with a bid to take away oh. the Grand Prix from Melbourne post-2025. Oh, what do well, we think? But so so they should. Like, it, the, the Grand Prix crew in Melbourne, they do what? a fantastic Who job. Who are you? Sydney should be having a crack at it. That's when you know you've got a good event, Joey. They should be having a crack at it. Oh, not taking it. They should be having a crack at it. Yes. No, they won't get it. Yes, it's staying here, the Albert Park track. But this this story comes up every year. Does it bad this time? Oh, Adelaide or Sydney's going to steal the Grand Prix. When they don't try and steal it, that's when Melbourne's got a problem because it is a great event and I can't wait to go. The question for me, Joey, is not whether I'm going to go to in April it is to the race three at Albert Park. It's how many days I'm going to go. That really? Means, oh, I'm definitely going to be there. I'm in love with the F1s at the moment. Watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. Got me absolutely Who's hooked. your favourite driver? I like Max Verstappen. Oh, he just yeah. flipped Lewis Hamilton the bird this morning too. Oh, what? in the car like while they're racing? Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, they were oh. sort of doing practice laps and yeah, he's right. gone... Mm. There's road rage. Love it. <laughs> There's nice tension. I think he called him a stupid idiot as well. Yes. So these are the two guys. <laughs> stupid idiot. How old is he? Three? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> stupid Use idiot. language, Max. Use language. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Max Verstappen versus Lewis Hamilton at the top of the um, the championship points at the moment. Hamilton's just pinched the lead. So Red Bull's trying to get the fight back. Sergio Perez, he uh, tested quickest in uh, practice um, this morning. Lando Norris second. The Mercedes in third and fourth. Hamilton and Bottas. But it's all set up for a uh, Verstappen versus uh, Hamilton showdown in Texas uh, this weekend. So it's a real it, – it, previous years, Joe, it's been a bit one-sided, some of the F1 yeah. stuff, but at the moment it is on like Donkey Kong, so I'm loving it. It should be fantastic. I can't wait to go next year. What's happening in the rest of the world of sport, Joseph? Well, the big one is the T20 World Cup start. Well, it's started, but Australia is making uh, their first game or playing their first game tonight against South Africa. So that'll be on at about 9 p.m. But there's not a lot of interest in it, really. I know you're not really interested in it, Jay-Z, and it's probably because Australia's form leading up to this has been yeah, horrible. Been bad. They are out of form. Uh, David Warner cannot make a run. No. Mitch Marsh failed. He went out first ball the other day. Finchie's coming back from knee surgery, trying to find some form. Luckily, we've got Maxwell who can bat, and Steve Smith's making some runs. But it's going to be an interesting tournament, and I think we're about fourth or fifth in the, in the line of betting. I'm struggling to see us win it. We've never won a T20 World Cup. It's the one bit of silverware the Aussies have yeah. never won. And I just don't think they've adapted well enough compared to some of these other nations. We're going to go in with Ashton Agar and Zampa as our two spinners. 
Uh, and then the quicks, they'll work out who plays. Probably Stark will take the new ball. But we've got our work cut out, and mm. uh, it's going to be tough ask against South Africa tonight. T20 cricket doesn't grab me as much as I love the test uh, stuff, oh, yeah. but the T20 can't get in as much. It's entertainment and, and mildly interesting, I reckon. What the, the big story in Australian cricket is the coach. Yes. Isn't it? Justin yep. Langer, and, you know, he's, he's a weird Instagram post. All that, and, yeah. Like, so if... Could this tournament have an impact I, on his position? I don't do think? think so. I think he'll Not coach the, the he, no. He'll coach the Ashes. He'll coach yep. through the Ashes, and then I reckon they'll make a decision depending on how the Ashes goes. But it's a weird one because if Australia win like four zip or something in the then Ashes, they've got to keep him. They've got to keep him, uh, whether they want to or what it looks like. But it's, it's going to be fascinating the whole Justin Langer scenario. But the Aussies should be pretty confident in this Ashes series that they should get the job done. I'm, I'm a JL man. I like his sort of discipline. He's t- the tough guy. Yeah, so do I. Like, I like yeah. that type yeah. style of coach. It's just some of the modern age. Sportsmen, cricketers, they might not like that sort of hard edge approach. They like a bit more arm mm. around the shoulder. He could can get grumpy, apparently. Right. <laughs> Dale. So could Ross yeah. Lyon. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that we've got to keep an eye on in the next couple of weeks is the schedule. Where are these tests going to be played? Yes. I think everyone in Melbourne and Sydney hoping that there might be a double up there due to these border closures. Hey, after 11, a big hour coming up. Jason Richardson, but also Phil Murphy from ESPN to give us an update on what's happening with Ben Simmons and the Sixers. That's coming up. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Joey, Jay Z, and Emma. Now it's like the wine of the week from Thirsty Camel. Well, that's, 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 all, that's, that's all we've got. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet with Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together, and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, thanks for joining us. A big second hour coming up, including ESPN's Phil Murphy. He's going to take us through the latest of this Ben Simmons saga. What a mess that is. Coming up very shortly. Yeah, can't wait to chat to Phil Murphy. Hey, Jay-Z, if you yep. like having a punt with your mates, which we do, it's never been easier thanks to Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. All you do is head to the Bet With Mates section on the Sportsbet app, select Starter Group, and you're ready to go. It's up to you and your mates to decide how the group rolls. Anyone can bet any amount, and all winnings are shared equally. What is our account at, the one that you and me and Em have got? Because 4,000. It's got a lot of winnings in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was meant to be for a trip away to Sydney, wasn't it, you yeah, and we're, I? We're still, we're still going to go up. Yeah, eventually, we'll get, eventually yeah. we'll get up there and see you, Em. Hey, sports bets, bet with mates. It's group betting made better, available on iPhone, Android, and desktop, and, of course, gamble responsibly. Definitely a sports bets with mates kind of a day. It is today. Oh, yes. Bets with mates kind of a day. Hey, uh, pick one. You know, I try and give you a curly uh, question, Joey. Try and um, get you off the fence and give you a real difficult one. And I reckon this is an absolute belter. Do you? I've had a look at the free agency market for next year. Don't look at me like that. I'll decide if it's a good one. Patronise me. Lee. Um, oh, Lee. Oh, that is serious. I forget your name's Lee sometimes. <laughs> um, right, the 2022 free agency market, um, there are some big, big names uh, on that list. And I want you to put your list management hat on because you're very, very good in this area, Joseph. Who, If you're Collingwood, if you're Graham Wright, who would you pay more to of these Collingwood superstar free agents. Jordan Degoe in the blue corner. And in the red corner, Darcy Moore. They are both out. They're both going to get a huge whack. There's going to be interest in them. They're out of contract. Who is Collingwood's priority re-signing? Darcy Moore or Jordan Degoe? This is a good one. I'll I'll give you credit. This is a good one. (laughs) Because I think think we would lean towards, and I think the majority in the industry would agree, Darcy Moore would be the more important re-signing. But I've got a gut feel mm-hmm. Jordan Degoe's best football is ahead of him. Mm. Wow. I think he has that. He still has that capability. We saw him play the last half of the season in the midfield mm. and pick up 30 touches. Yep. We know he can play full forward and kick five goals. We've seen it a number of times. 
If he combines the two and plays this new role that we've seen Jake Stringer do and Christian Petrarca and Dustin's done it for the last four or five years, yep. if Craig McRae can use Jordan Dugowie in that same role, he can be a top 10 player in the competition still. As great as Darcy Moore is. Oh, man. And isn't he got – he's got a bit of leadership about him as well, though. Don't uh, he does. Who, yeah. Jordy? He's, no, 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 no Darcy. Pub. Well, Darcy's probably right. a bit more of a clean skin, I would think, than yeah. Jordan Dugowie, just a oh, wild guess. Darcy Moore. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going I'm to. I'm going to sign Jordan Dugowie. I'm going to keep Jordan Dugowie. I think. I think yep. the match winners, the the strikers that we call them now, mm. that can get 25 plus touches, kick three goals, win the game. We've seen uh, Christian Petrarca now. We know about Dusty. I think that is the most important role in a football team. So I would keep Jordan Dugowie. So if he rocks up fit, if he rock hard fit, plays that midfield role off the leash, then drifts forward. He could be the plays best. in the front half of the ground. He kicks three and has 25. So remember North Melbourne offered him $1 million a year uh, three, four years ago. Yep, and cheap, they, cheap. They're ahead of the curve. You just wonder whether the kangaroos, we talked about bums on seats, men, will go there again because if he produces that unstoppable midfield form in the first two months of the season, he is going to get a very, very big payday. Well, Cox Plate Day and a bumper card full of extra special racing right across the country today on Channel 7. Of course, our favourite Jason Richardson will be across it all and part of the coverage, as always, bringing his brilliant insights to the day. He joins us now. Now, Richo, we like to start on a positive note, but unfortunately we have had sad and bad news this morning about Zaki. We've spoken to Annabelle Neesham about his scratching from the Cox Plate. What's your take on it? Uh, it's devastating. Good morning, Speedy, Jay-Z and Joey Boy. Great to be with the Dead Set Superstar Legends. Um, <laughs> uh, flat as a pancake for Annabelle Nisha, or as flat as I get anyway. Um, they're all the work, the time, the effort, the meticulous preparation. They get to the morning of the Cox Plate, which is the grand final, the Weight for Age Championship of Australasia. It's worth $5 million. Everything is ready. And the horse wakes up with a little cold. Caught COVID. Can you believe it? Poor <laughs> Darkie. Darkie is uh, out of the Cox Plate. So that is just devastating. So I really feel for Annabelle and I feel mm-hmm. for the owners. But also Annabelle's staff, all the hard work they've put in. And uh, they had the short price favourite in the Cox Plate. Who I was going to risk anyway, but um, I still, you know, <laughs> I, I still feel very sad for everyone involved. And little J Mac, uh, the little super freak, comes down from Sydney to ride, um, goes into quarantine to do it. He misses out on a, a big chance in a Cox Plate. So, ah, uh, yuck! What a shocking start to a Saturday morning. Uh, certainly very uh, flat, Richard. Now we think of the um, we think of the big biggest races of the spring. I sort of think Melbourne Cup and then uh, Derby Day certainly for the social calendar. Can you? Why is the Cox Plate such a special race? Like you said, so this is Grand Final Day. What what do you love about Cox Plate Day and the race itself? I think in very in many ways it's the amphitheatre of the track because. Anyone who's been to Cox Plate Day, you get closer to the equine athletes, the, the horses, than any other track because they literally walk straight. You know, they walk through the tunnel, they mm. walk past the crowd, and plus the way that the grandstands and the lawns are set up, you are so close to the action. Whereas at Flemington, you feel like they are so far away. It's unique in itself, and Caulfield a little the same. Whereas at Mooney Valley, the tight little track is so unique. So that's that one aspect. The Wait for Age Championship, the fact that you have the collection of the very best horses in Australasia, and in the past we've seen there were Japanese winners. So 
we've seen some from come from around the world to win, but traditionally Australasia's very best horses, if not a handicap due to weight, so there's something special about that. So absolutely love Cox Plate Day. When I set up my outfits, um, <laughs> I have... Derby Day traditionally is I'm just right on point with my best suit. <laughs> I, Melbourne Cup Day, I'm there with my second best suit. Caulfield Guineas Day, I traditionally go really early with a with an absolute beauty. Um, Caulfield Cup Day as well. And Cox Plate Day, just to get into the feel of it, I love to wear a T-shirt and shorts. Pretty <laughs> you sound like you're in the car on the way to Mooney Valley. But normally, Jay-Z, you'd know all about this living yes. out there. Mooney Valley's normally heaving with yes. people. Oh. By about 5 o'clock before the Cox Plate, yep. is everyone's already drunk. Darryl and normally Daryl Braithwaite is singing horses. Yeah. Richo, oh. give us an exclusive. Is Daryl Braithwaite singing this afternoon or is he not there? I can break the news <laughs> to the dead set freak superstar legends. <laughs> Daryl will be there. Oh, oh yes. Yay. You'll have to Darryl sing. Daryl is going to be singing, but normally at, you know, 6 o'clock at night when everyone's uh, hammered, half cut to the breeze, <laughs> you're, you're, you're swaying along, you've had a great day on the punch. Arm in arm. If, anyone, if you're not driving, just shut your eyes, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Just remember those glory days. <laughs> I was there in 1992 when Super Impose stormed down the outside, trained by little Speedy's dad, and I was had my eye on little uh, little fancy pants from uh, a 19-year-old from <laughs> from Mooney Pond. That's all I was concentrating on. Uh, oh, he's fantastic, Richo. You just put a smile on my face, my friend. I love uh, talking to you. Now, getting back to the actual, yeah, give, oh, us, right. give us a tip or two. Yes, um, so Zaki out. Who's your money on? Well, my money's been on for the last month and on a oh, Irish go. horse called State of Rest. Ooh. Go and have a look at his running. Just jump on YouTube. Yep. Have a look at his run. Just type in State of Rest Saratoga. It'll pop up with his run and the Invitational Stakes in Saratoga in uh, the US. The horse that he beat there then ran second to Yibia, who'd won a great voltature in New York. Is one of the best middle-distance three-year-olds in uh, Europe. So the form was frank there. You go back through, there's a horse that ran fourth there, was favourite for the Epsom Derby in Bolshoi Ballet. The horse that ran ninth had defeated True Self the start before, and True Self came out last year and won the McKinnon. It is good form, trained by Joseph O'Brien. He's got his mate, Johnny Allen, who used to ride out with him in Ireland back in the day. Um, it is going to. I reckon he will run a cracking race, and he's been around twelve dollars. He's about nine dollars now due to the scratching. Oh, that's why Richo is the best. What about the form and the study he put yep. in there, Richo? Just give us one more, mate. If I've got ten dollars and I want to buy me boy a little gift at the end of the day, <laughs> where can I put my ten dollars? Something at the Valley, Mini Valley Gold Cup, brother. Just load on Pondus navy white armbands, white cap. Go to the front. And then book his spot into the Melbourne Cup. Love it. Race 8, number 10, Pondus. Thank you very much, Richo. I've got to pull the curtain back. Rosie's just done the cuckoo side. (laughs) 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 I think he's bang on. (laughs) We love you, Richo. The energy at this time of the morning is just sensational ahead of six hours of racing on Channel 7 this afternoon. Hey, Speedy, I love you, Jay-Z and Joey, but... uh... 
What was her name? Rocho. Oh, how dare you? A little Rosie. private moment with George Porter, our producer. Why dare you call me Cuckoo? Get <laughs> Jason Richardson from Channel uh, 7 joining us on Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Plenty more to come. Joey, Jay-Z and Emma. Same thing. Fair to say, whatever was in my drink bottle, nobody needs to know. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates this spring carnival. Start your group, bet together and share the moment. It's group betting made better with Sportsbet. Well, the NBA is back. Postseason of the MLB is happening. The NFL is underway. It's all happening in the US. And to give us an update on the American sporting scene, one of our faves on the show, ESPN's Phil Murphy joins us now. Good morning to you, Phil. Let's start with the saga that seems to have been going on for months on end. Ben Simmons, what is the latest? We hear that uh, at training over the last couple of days, not putting in a huge amount of effort, pulling the injury card when the docs had cleared him. Are they going to let him go or are they going to make him stay? Yeah, it's all happening. And, and the most recent news is this morning, uh, Simmons spoke with the medical staff, the executives with the Sixers, and his teammates all separately at the team's facility uh, just over the, the Pennsylvania border into New Jersey where the Sixers practice. And the latest news is that Simmons is claiming um, it's, a, it's a matter of mental health that's keeping him sidelined. Uh, the Sixers were frustrated that, that he went that route. They saw him on the court a few days ago in sweatpants with his cell phone in his pocket, expending next to zero effort. And whilst they said, yeah, anxiety may be justified on the court with how things ended last season, he demanded a trade four months ago. And this, this to them seems more like a matter of petulance than a matter of a mental health issue, which the NFL and NBA and all the leagues here in the United States are taking very seriously. So the Sixers are a little bit frustrated with that, but that is a material thing because Simmons has already been fined upwards of $2 million because of, absences and uh, refusal to, to, to participate in these events and, and now daily suspensions from the team. But per the league's collective bargaining agreement, the Sixers cannot withhold funds if there is an issue with the player's mental health. Mm. So now Simmons is meeting with team psychologists and somehow a messy situation got even messier this morning. Yeah, it certainly has, Phil. And, and we have been watching over here. And in some ways, it's look, his reputation is taking a hit, let's be honest. What is the reaction over in America? Because we want to all love Ben Simmons. We know he's a star player, but we're finding it difficult after the way that he's been acting. We're, we're disappointed he missed out in the Boomer squad, chose not to play for Australia. Now what's happening here? What's the reaction been like over in the States? Well, generally in the United States, it echoes that, minus, of course, the partisan interest in the boomers. But, <laughs> man, in Philadelphia, it is absolutely amplified because that city, they will revere you, even deify you if, if you are one of their sporting heroes. But if they sense any measure of betrayal, there is no worse person to be, even even as somebody on the other side. And seeing how Ben Simmons completed last season the pass, giving up a wide-open dunk to defer a situation in which he was afraid to be fouled and sent to the line, it has been a slow downward spiral from there. And the Sixers and, and Sixers fans are upset because this is the second year of a maximum contract. I mean, the Sixers just made a massive investment in Simmons. Prior to that max deal, they traded away Jimmy Butler kind of to keep their core intact of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons building around those. So after years and years of waiting for the process, trusting the process for it to come to fruition, Sixers supporters feel like they are on the cusp of finally this paying off and now this issue where somebody they see as a petulant superstar is just wanting to be dealt, refusing to play, tr- tanking his trade value even. And so they, sense that they feel a sense of betrayal. 
Joel Embiid put it best. So did Jason Kelsey, who plays for the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL. He said, listen, you want to win back the fans? Show up, play hard, play well. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. But for Ben, it it really isn't that simple because there seem to be a couple more hurdles. One, again, that that he introduced today. And, I mean, part of me, I I don't want him to be using the mental health angle illegitimately. But if there is a mental health issue, yes, let's address it. It's just the last few months haven't been indicative of that. They've been somebody who just seems to want out of town. This is a guy who's the Sixers uh, uh, paid for a shooting coach to work with Simmons. His free throw percentage went up, and then Simmons fired the shooting coach. So, this has been a couple of years running where the superstar has, has worked against the team. Um, so, yeah, it, in Philadelphia, man, there isn't somebody I would, I would rather be. I mean, I'd rather be anybody else than Ben Simmons right now. You've explained it really well, Phil, doing oh, a fantastic so well. job uh, for ESPN. Of course, it looks completely childish from afar, to be honest. You see uh, Patty Mills and everything he stands for and the effort he gives all the time. Made an incredible uh, debut for Brooklyn um, just the other day. And to see this whole pantomime, this drama, the theatre around Ben Simmons, it, um, yeah, it's really disappointing. So it looks like it's irreparable and that he will be traded. Uh, Phil, what do you think is the most likely landing spot or landing spots for Ben Simmons at the moment? I mean, I don't think the landing spots have changed because if you were to assume that Ben Simmons hasn't developed at all in terms of his ability to stretch the floor with the jump shot, even hit free throws, you need a team that plays really well inside out, that mm-hmm. allows a player to, to dribble, drive, penetrate, and kick. So I don't think the Golden State Warriors are going to give up any assets no. to get Simmons, but a team that's built like that, that's predicated on the three-point shooting. So maybe the Sacramento Kings are, are a possible destination. They have mm. some young uh, guards who can shoot well. The problem is Daryl Morey, the Sixers executive, and I don't know if it's, it's his problem necessarily, he doesn't want to give away Simmons for pennies on the dollar mm. just because the player wants out of town. And so now they're at this impasse when he said, hey, guys, look, this might be a long process. And he used that term cautiously of, getting Ben Simmons dealt. He said he's still under contract with us. We expect him to play. We hope he can and will return. But if he remains to withstand those trade demands, they want a they want picks and a high-caliber all-star level player for somebody in Ben Simmons who is himself an all-star level player and one of the best defensive players in the NBA, especially on the perimeter. So I think this is going to be a conversation. I'm, happy, I'm keen to come on the radio every week and chat to you guys. I don't know how quickly... This is going to resolve, if we're being honest. It wouldn't surprise me at all if we're three weeks into the season, Ben Simmons is still racking up fines, perhaps filing a grievance with the team in the league for the fines, again, citing the mental health concerns. This could get messier before it gets cleaned up. I I think the the queue of of teams that want to now trade for Ben Simmons is getting shorter and shorter, which is only going to elongate the saga. Mm. Mm. This is an absolute Whoa. rabble, Phil, and we'd love to get your thoughts on it in the coming weeks. Of course, ESPN is the undisputed home of US sport with 11 live NBA games across the opening days of the new season and a minimum of six live NFL games each week only on ESPN. Thanks for joining us, mate. Uh, pleasure to chat as always. Take care. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. I tell you what, I know we're a bit flat with Ben Simmons, but a couple of other Aussies that have made their yep. debuts in recent weeks. Josh Giddy, our yes. man, started for Oklahoma got City. Tricks. He had the 10 rebounds, four points. And Jock Landau got some court time as well at the San Antonio Spurs. And as you touched on, Paddy Mills in his debut game for the Nets. I think he shot seven threes, 21 points. So we've still got some other Aussies we can follow. Interesting. I read uh, Ben Simmons' draft report. Yeah, I saw, that. I saw that, that as well. All of this stuff is in there. Yeah, they the picked question... this up as a, a college player. You know, the petulance and non-competing, mm. all this sort of stuff wasn't popular. Cuddled a little bit, you know. Oh, col- yeah, It was yeah. all there. Yep. 
It was all the there. Kardashian curse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is, Rosie. Something like that, Rosie. Summed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. Um, we will keep across the Ben Simmons saga as it continues to unfold. Get out your little black book. It's time for Emma's Tips. Oh, I've got the pen and paper ready. I'm delivering. Revel in the spirit of Melbourne Cup Carnival, October 30 to November 6. VRC.com.au. Christ, with an opener like that saying I'm delivering, I no better pressure. bloody deliver. What about that? <laughs> Blowing the trumpet there, Emma. Good luck. You have been delivering, though. We must Ooh. be honest. You've been very good. We've had a two-week spell due to um, unforeseen circumstances. Which has been missed, and I was getting texts when I was filling in for you guys last week. Can't wait to hear your tips. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> okay. happen, so here we yeah. go. But that wasn't our fault. We no, were there for other reasons that, you know. COVID-related. COVID-related. Uh, we are back on air, though, and we do have some tips for you today, hopefully to find a winner. Of course, this morning we've heard from Annabelle Neesham, the trainer of Zaki. He has been scratched massive. from the Cox Plate, which is massive news, Jay-Z, mm. after an elevated temperature, something that the horse has never experienced before. So just supreme bad luck. Uh, let's start at Mooney Valley, though. In the Phillies Classic Race 5, I'm going to have an each-way bet on Mokalua. Mokalua? Yeah. So I'm only I'm going to be putting um, – I'm not you know me, Joey. I'm not backing $1.90 favourites. I just can't do it. Punters, you can find that yourself. Like, yeah, that's an easy get. So let's just try and nah, – something, something rough. You can have a place bet or an each – um, each way bet. Uh, race six, the Crystal Mile. This race has been decimated by scratchings as well um, in the last 24 hours, but I'm going to have a place bet on best of days. He'll be paying about $3, $4 the place, which I also like. And then in the Cox Plate, I'd actually written this before we'd spoken to Annabelle, but race nine, the Cox Plate, number five, Mwonga the place. Maybe have that each way now. Um, he's not the fave, Um but he was just off Incentivizer's tail a couple of starts back in the Maccabi Diva, who we know is an absolute superstar of Australian racing right now. Hugh Bowman's not travelling down to Melbourne and doing six days isolation for nothing. Mm. So I, it could be a fairy tale. Wouldn't that be something special? But I'd actually written down Mwanga before we'd spoken to Annabelle. So race five, number uh, five, Mokalua. Race six, number one, best of days. Race nine, number five, Moanga. And then at Randwick, which is another huge day as well, we've got the Invitation, which is a $2 million race uh, for the Phillies over the 1400. And Trivier should win that, but I'm also going to have uh, a little place bet on Forbidden Love, who is the Friedman contender. She's been running okay of late. She's a Group 1 winning mare, and I think she can figure in the placings at odds. Um, and in race six, I like Snowfire each way as well. So race, race six, six number, number two. two. Good one. So recapping that, that was race nine, number six, the favourite you think should go close to winning. Yeah. Uh, and then in Melbourne, you've got, yeah, Ray, you like Mawanga in the Cox Plate. Race five, number eight, Mokalua. And uh, also race six, number one, best of days. Just a little one for me, uh, yes. a little bit just for those yeah. playing along at home. Race four at Mooney Valley. Okay. There's a horse, number eight, called Mornington Glory. Yep. One of the owners is Shane Crawford. So yeah, much Shane Crawford. And they are very bullish. They think it's a very, very good horse. At about that each way odds, Emma, that you like, uh, 6 or $7, have a little bit Mornington Glory race four, number eight. And I think now the race sets up for very elegant in the Cox Plate. It'll just be a bit of a slower tempo. Uh, wet track, suits very elegant down to the ground. She'll bounce back after a bit of a poor showing the other week. That's my little tip. Mm, like Jay-Z. a jelly. What about you? What's your tip today, Jay-Z? 
have fun, gamble yeah, responsibly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't stay, drink too much. Stay dry. <laughs> if we need, uh, if we're relying on my horse racing tips, we are in real trouble. No, Emma. but your life tips are what we survive yes. off, Jason. That's true. And of course, <laughs> oh, your tips will be on the socials as well, Em. For those that love listening to your tips, we have had a lot of people texting asking, yeah. "Where's Emma's tips?" Yes. I had my mates texting me, "Can you still ask Emma for her tips anyway?" So they'll be on the socials for those. Didn't hear from you, mate. Hey, you can join our very own Dead Set Legends tipping league this Melbourne Cup Carnival. Thanks to Giddy Up Flemington. Head to the win page at triplem.com.au. Submit your tips for this weekend's racing, and the person with the most correct tips at the end of the carnival will win $2,000. So a nice little thing to get involved with. The Dead Set Legends. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. Give me a spell. Can I go first, Em? Sure can. Hey, uh, I'm going to get on the front foot with this one. Give me a spell, anyone who's going to get frustrated or antsy with hospitality staff today. Yes. Systems are going to be a bit clunky. There might be a little bit uh, of a wait. They've been out for a while. Give them a break. Yeah. If your hot eggs or your beer takes an extra couple of minutes, take a chill pill, relax, and uh, well done. And good luck to all the hospitality staff. You're going to yeah. be very busy over the next little bit, Joe. I'm sure your diary has a lots of bookings yeah, it in it. It does indeed. Good, uh, good. give me a spell. I'm going to a beer garden this afternoon. I'm going with a couple of my good mates to watch the races. And we were very excited, Em, because one of our good mates had a $20 multi about mm-hmm. four weeks ago. All the futures. He had uh, Animo to win the guineas. He had Nature Strip to win the, uh, the, Everest. the Everest. He had, uh, oh, he had incentivized as well, Corporate yep. Cup. All into Zaki today. Oh, God. $20 oh God. to win 5000 no. All week he's been nervous about, do I lay off? How am I going to do this? How Age. can I make sure I win? Well, because Zaki's been scratched oh, and he don't. put the multi on when it was all in betting. Oh, don't. He's got zero. No. Like, no. There's no payout because no. it was all in. So he is shattered. He had a multi going for $5,000. Now Zaki's been scratched. He gets zero. I want to oh. see. Well, I want to see one of these betting agencies give him some sort of payout. Give me a spell. How stiff is he, uh, Kochi? I hope you're going to be up and about still when I see you this afternoon, oh, mate. I be. know you'll be flat, but yeah. we'll find a way to cheer you up. I've, I've yeah, just I'm got sure. one through my mate's WhatsApp going for ninety three thousand <gasps> on Zaki. On all up into Zaki to win ninety three thousand. Oh it was a thirty dollar bet. Yeah. So, but if it's an all in and it was six take, legs, yeah. Wow. Gone. Yeah. All right. It's gone as well. Dead. Yeah, because it was all in betting. So, Why? well, if you take, well, that's, I suppose, how would it work? I, mean, if you're, I don't know. If you're I having know, a bet when it's called all in, it means, so in the future, it. It. if it doesn't race, it doesn't, your bet's gone. Right. Yes. Yeah. It'd be flat. Oh, um, wow. Jay Z, I've got one for you. Yes. Um, give me a spell. I know you love your supermarket uh, price watch. I know that's yep. what you're all over week mm-hmm. in, week out. Um, give me a spell, the price of green beans. Um, so, so I went to my local IGA the other day, you know, shopping local and supporting local. Yeah. Um, and they were on special, right? So yeah. green beans. Normally about four bucks, I think. Eight ninety nine on special, save six dollars. No. <laughs> Excuse me. And you're showing the photo as well. Green beans are fifteen dollars uh, a kilo. Green color? beans get in the bin. Yeah, no. Give me a spell. That's a good one, Emma. I thought of Jay Z during the week. It might have been on a current affair or the news. They did a special oh, that all the prices at all the food at supermarkets are all going to go up yeah, because of shipping and staff. staff and stock and all that. And I thought, oh, Jay Z's going to have a field day for That's the next future, couple mate. of weeks about all the all the food prices that have gone up. If there's Ten words you don't want to hear about yourself. It's someone saying, I was watching a current affair and I thought of you. Uh, um, I just want to give me a spell. The Queen's doctor. The Queen is 95 oh, yes. and they told her to stop drinking martinis. Give me a spell. Oh, and she ended up in hospital two days later. Come on. This is not good. Keep she drinking a little bit. To keep that job. Oh, for God's sake. Give me a spell. Great one, team. Let's do this. It's Triple M's Dead Set Legend of the Week.
Just a little one this week. Uh, Em, you got a little uh, Ted Set legend. I do. My nephew uh, Mm. is turning seven this week, and today is his party, which he's very excited about. Good on him. Uh, Hasn't had a party for, well, last year he didn't have one because of COVID and stuff like that, so he's really excited about it. And apparently he looked in the mirror this morning and went, yes. I've been waiting for this day all year. <laughs> that is so cool. That's very good. Very nice. Absolutely uh, Well done. And congratulations. Adam Tomlinson got engaged as well, the Melbourne player. So congratulations Just to Adam, Adam Tomlinson or... and his partner. Thank you, Em. Hey, you're going to get to the races, Em. Hang on. Can we unpack wrap that for a second? You're going to go to the races, Em. Come on, wrap it up. You got a text message from your mum saying, can no. you please congratulate Adam Tomlinson? <laughs> Come on, let's go. We're going to go to start. Great news. We'll be back with more stories about Adam Tomlinson's engagement next week right here on 105.1 Triple M. Triple M's Dead Set Legends is done for another day. So, in the words of Corey Homicide Williams, you have a great day. (laughs) Try Sportsbet's new Bet With Mates. Start your group, bet together and share in the moment this spring carnival. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Get even more Joey, Jay-Z and Emma by downloading the Listener app. I liked it. I did like my own work this morning. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Triple M's Dead Set Legends is done for another day. And it was a great week, wasn't it, Joey? I liked it. I did like my own work this morning. That was good. (laughs) Get even more Joey, Jay-Z and Emma by downloading the Listener app.